Hey there, Sports History fan. Arnie Chapman here from the Sports History Network. Now, before you jump into this episode, I wanted to share with you an exciting giveaway we have going on with Homefield Apparel. We have a digital $50 gift card to homefieldapparel.com for one lucky fan of the Sports History Network. All you got to do is head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways to sign up. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways. We just got done watching the national championship game and saw a lot of people traveling to go to that game and as well as all the NFL games and all the college bowl games that we got to see this season. But what happened with people traveling in the 1920s to go to football games? It's an interesting subject and it's one that our friend Timothy P. Brown of footballarchaeology.com is going to deal with us with the travels of Loyola Chicago coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigsandispatch.com. Welcome to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history. And welcome to Tuesday. It's Football Archaeology Day, and we have Timothy P. Brown from footballarchaeology.com to join us to talk about another one of his tidbits. Tim, welcome back to the Pigpen. Hey, Darren. Good to see you again. Uh, appreciate you having me on. I always look forward to it. It's good, happy time every week. Yeah, this is something that we all look forward to. I know the listeners are we've got a lot of feedback on it. It's uh, sort of a, a Tuesday tradition to hear from uh, Mr. Brown on some great football history. And you have a real uh, gem tonight to talk about. Uh, you have a, a, a tidbit that you put out on November first called "All Aboard for Loyola Chicago Football." Yeah, so this is one, you know, I mean, for me, it's kind of a fun, uh, fun item from a couple of different directions. One is just that I have, uh, over the past, you know, 10 years, I've probably owned a couple of these itineraries. So itineraries of like a team taking a trip across the country and they get this little booklet that tells them you're on this train, you're on that train, da-da-da, your meals served this time, that time. Um, but then lately, I've kind of come across a couple of these like this one for Loyola. So it's a a 1930, you know, call it a leaflet, you know, for basically advertising a trip that was being organized when Loyola Chicago, uh, you know, they're playing football at the time. They were heading down to play St. Louis U, you know, in St. Louis. And so, you know, this is a time uh, Route 66 existed by then, but, you know, that probably took a pretty fair chunk of time to, you know, to, and to go by car. And they probably the didn't have like the largest ball of twine or statues of dinosaurs and stuff at that point in time. And uh, probably not yet. <laughs> let's hope, let's hope they did. <laughs> but so, you know, what, what happened was two guys who were the, um, the captains of the basketball and football teams the previous year, they organized a trip through, you know, whatever the, I think it was Illinois central, but anyways, you know, one of the, you know, major uh, railroads. Um, so they basically set up a, a package where you could 
take the, you know, rail transportation down there a night at one of St. Louis's finest hotels, and then a ticket to the game. And then you'd, it was a Friday night game, so you'd take off, you know, Friday morning, um, watch the game, stay overnight Saturday, and then jump on the train, you know, come back on, on Saturday. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of an interesting thing, like the, you know, the one guy who was the basketball captain, you know, he, he would have been in the NBA had it been, you know, 20, 30 years later, because he was, you know, an All-American, he was a stud, uh, but there just weren't, there wasn't much in the way of pro basketball. You know, he played semi-pro and stuff like that. But anyways, um, and then the, the, the guy who was a football captain the previous year was the freshman coach at Loyola. So they put this package together and, you know, it was like, it cost $10.50, which seems really cheap, but it was, you know, 186 bucks in 2020 dollars. So yeah, you know, you had to lay out some money. Um, but, you know, so they go down and they, you know, they play a game. St. Louis has a brand new stadium, wall stadium that they opened that year. They'd had, you know, played one or two games there before St. Louis U was favored. Um, and you know, that was back in the time when like, uh, Newt Rockney would, make his prediction. So he's, you know, he's playing against these teams, so he's predicting what's happening, you know, across the country. So he predicted St. Louis U to win. And, um, but sure enough, turns out that Loyola, you know, wins the game. I think they scored a touchdown, you know, fairly early in the first half and then just kind of hung on. But the odd thing then was, so they built a state, they built a stadium in 29, meaning they Loyola. But after the 30 season, they dropped football. So the guys, the fans who took the train down to um, St. Louis saw Loyola win a game, and then they lost the last two games of the season. So if you were fortunate enough to go to St. Louis, you saw Loyola Chicago's last football win ever, you know, because they were done after that. You know, so anyways, it's just kind of a neat little, you know, side note. But, you know, they were really – I mean, I'm sure there were other schools that dropped football before before that, but you know, they were playing at a reasonable level, you know, kind of a a G five level today, something like that. But you know, they just they ended up just dropping it. Um, St. Louis uh, kept playing. Um, they played until the '49 season before they finally dropped it, um, and then, uh, but the coach the guy who was St. Louis's coach at the time, he continued on. He ended up, uh, he was GM of the Cleveland Rams when they won the 45 NFL championship. And then they moved out to LA and um, he was the guy who signed Kenny Washington, who was the, oh yeah, really the first modern, you know, post-World War II uh, African-American player in the NFL. So, yeah. so he's, you know, little bit of not you know hey if you win the nfl championship and you're the guy that signed kenny washington well you made your mark you know so yeah he, that, that, he's got some definite football history there in uh yeah. many aspects and so <laughs> great great story that's yeah. uh, i love these little gems you dig up these are these are great, these are great. <laughs> well yeah i mean it's just kind of for me it's interesting just because uh when my boys were little they were on a wrestling team and I mean, they were little, uh, and part of the, we did an annual trip where you jumped on the train, you, you know, 
took the train to this other city for a tournament and you stayed there for the weekend and you know but i think that was the last time i was on a train maybe i, I was probably on a train i'm sure yeah i was in europe you know in europe but here in the states i think that was the last time i was hmm. on a train so. Yeah, it's uh well there there's still a, a lot of travel for it. I know the company I work for, we make components for the trains. We of course we have a big uh locomotive plant here in Erie, uh formerly G, now Wabtech owns it. And it's a lot of the locomotives you see we build components for for yeah. that company. So so it's uh yeah, train travel is still really big. Yeah, uh, I wish it was bigger, but but you know, you know, maybe if we get some of these high speed things uh, at some point, that'd be uh that'd be pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, you never know. Could be uh, more economical someday than uh, flying and some of the other forms of transportation. So, yeah, uh, good stuff. Well, speaking of these uh, little gems, uh, you have a book out, and I know we've talked about it a couple times, uh, but maybe you could just say a few words about it and where people can get a hold of their hands on one of those copies. Yeah, so uh, the new book is called Hot Hot Hike. Um, it's a, a history of football terminology. Um, so it's, it's basically, um, you know, I just kind of sat down and, um, brainstormed what I thought were, you know, key football terms. And then, you know, I solicited input from, you know, from a handful of other, other folks and basically ended up with about, I think about 420, uh, terms that I basically went through and identified when that term first arrived in football. So a word like handoff or blitz or, you know, even things as basic as, as punt, you know, when did those words first come into football? Now, some, some were there from the beginning, you know, right out, straight out of rugby, but others came, you know, all along. And I think the, I think the newest one I have is medical tent. So, <laughs> right. you know, and it's because of the guys down in Alabama that, you know, created those things. And so they're, you know, I've got a picture of their, you know, medical tent in the book. Um, yeah. And so, you know, there's lots of pictures too. So if, you know, pictures, drawings, you know, for simple people like me that, uh, like the pictures. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I love the pictures, <laughs> but you know, cause sometimes it's just a lot easier to get across a point if you've got a picture to look at, you know? So that's right. I'm the kind of guy that's saying, Hey, all these words are getting in the way of my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one. I've tried to cut down on the number of words, so that's not easy for me. <laughs> so, but, so you uh, made it for just for somebody like me is what you're saying. That's right. So, that's right. So. You can be a, you can be a speed reader and get through this one. Certainly in a day. Yeah. So. It's a, it's like we, we said before, you know, this is just a great book. You could basically, you know, open up the book to any page and, pick right up at it and uh, you know, close the book and open up another page and you'll be still, you'll be learning something. You're not missing something. It's not, it's, it's a part of a bigger story, but it's not really connected in a, a story format, like some of the other yeah. books. So it's, it's a yeah. great, great reader to to do like that. So, so folks, I think it's really, really good investment to, to check it out. And I think you'll learn something. You'll uh, have some memories and probably have a couple aha moments, just like I did. Yeah. And maybe win a few bets. Yeah. Maybe, maybe win some win some trivia at your local watering hole when they have those going on trivia night. So, <laughs> all right, Tim, and uh, where, where can folks get it at? Uh, so it's on Amazon. Yeah. So if you're, uh, you know, the paper it's in paperback. It's Kindle, and you, if you have a Kindle Unlimited subscription, then you have access to it for free. So, 
Nice. All right. It's called Hut Hut Hike and uh, make sure you get a copy of it and then check it out because it's uh, some pretty cool stuff. So, Tim, uh, we thank you again for, for joining us here tonight. And uh, you want to maybe uh, give, give folks a, an idea where they can get a hold of the tidbits that you have coming out each and every day? Yeah, just find me at footballarchaeology.com and uh, you can subscribe there. Um, and then, you know, I also I post it to Twitter, but, you know, basically if you want to make sure you get it every day, whether you read it every day is another story, but if you get want to get it every day, sign up and you'll get you get an email essentially at seven o'clock every night eastern time and uh it'll start your your evening the right way all right we could all use a little bit of that so uh, tim brown footballarchaeology.com thank you very much for joining us and we'll talk to you again next tuesday okay very good thank you darren that's all the football history we have today folks join us back tomorrow for more of your football history we invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleat Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude. And I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Do you wish you knew more about the 100 seasons of the NFL? You're in luck because you found the Football History Dude Podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. From the founding of the league in an auto showroom, all the way to what it is today, America's favorite sport and a behemoth of an industry. My name is Ernie Chapman. Football is my passion, and I want you to come along with me each week to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board, my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.